The stories we tell ourselves can either cause us to excel or cause our dreams to be extinguished. And even the seemingly harmless ones may be holding you back in your life and ministry. So in this episode, we will be taking the first step in crafting an empowering and uplifting story that will bring your life and ministry to new heights. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo-jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, what is going on, current Christian family? It is Alec here, and I'd like to start this episode off by saying a big thank you to Yvette. Um, I opened up my computer this morning and I saw that she left a review of the podcast and she said, listening to Alec is like listening to a friend who really wants to help you make the right decisions and do the right thing. He's cool, funny, and wise at the same time. The Digital Ministry Mastermind podcast will help you focus on what you need to do to grow yourself and your ministry. Yvette, that just made my day. I thank you so much for leaving such a kind review. And hey, if you leave a review for this podcast, I might just shout you out in the next episode. And uh, speaking of shout outs, Lori from Kentucky, Rosa from Illinois, and Kevin from Indiana. Thank you guys so much for buying the Planting Your Purpose book. I hope you enjoy it. It should be getting to you guys very shortly. Anyway, let's get into this episode today. So in our last episode, um, just a give a little bit of a reminder we were wrapping up with an exercise i was talking about the power of the words that you say to yourself and i've heard people say that the words you speak to yourself become like this self-fulfilling prophecy and there's actually a quote from henry henry ford i think i think this quote is from henry ford and it goes like this whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right and isn't that quote awesome? I mean, like, it's kind of scary, but it's also awesome at the same time. Because the scary thing is that if you really don't think you can achieve something, that belief in and of itself may be the thing that's holding you back. Because it's easy to entertain the thoughts about, you know, possibly failing at the things that we're passionate or inspired about. But what if we spent our time thinking of the thoughts about the possibilities that can come if we actually succeed in these areas? So in this episode, I really want to help you identify and craft a more empowering story. You know, something that you can tell yourself that's not some, you know, fairy tale or positive mantras or something like that. Rather, it's, it's, I want to help to give you just like a new perspective on the tale that you tell yourself, the the tale that you tell yourself. There we go. Tongue twister. (laughs) Because the tales that you tell yourself, they might be holding you back when in reality, this story that you're playing out in your mind, it's really something that God might be trying to design to help propel you forward in your life. Because whether you want to admit it or not, we all have a story and most likely we have many stories that have kind of helped to develop us into the people that we are today. And these stories, you know, they've shaped our life. And your story, it ties in both like the factual and the emotional side of how you perceived your life and it can either be like this gust of wind that is behind your sail that is pushing you forward or it could be the anchor that is weighing you down and if you're working to remove that toxic voice that we've been talking about in the past few episodes 
then part of that journey requires you to identify and redefine the story that you tell yourself. I know I talked a little bit in the last episode about a story that I was telling myself. Basically what was happening is I would find myself getting frustrated when family members or friends would invite me out during the work week because I was like, I'm trying to get work done, you know? But then, you know, I would be feeling guilty for not hanging out with anyone. And it felt like no matter which choice I made, I was stressed and I was wishing that I would be doing the opposite thing than what I'm actually doing right now. Then I started to see that the story I was telling myself was actually the reason why I was feeling so stressed out. Because like the internal tension of being asked out didn't come from a place of me feeling busy or obligated to work. It actually came from me loving the work that I do. And most of my friends and family, uh, you know, they do, they do work because they see it as a job, you know, something that they have to do. But the work that I do, I see it as a way of like contributing to God's kingdom. And it's something that like I genuinely want to do. And the so-called like pressure or stress of work, it, it wasn't either of those things. It was actually excitement. And I'm actually like excited to do the work that I do, which is why I most often prefer to get work done than hang out with people a lot of the time. So when I would be invited out, I started to be conscious of what I was feeling and what I was telling myself, which would then influence how I would respond to these invitations in the situation. So rather than me saying like, hey, you know, I can't hang out because I'm busy, you know, I now say something like, hey, you know, like, thank, thank you so much, dude, for inviting me out, but I'm working on something that I'm really passionate about right now and I would like to get this done first before I start adding more things to my plate. Now, I'm sure you can see how both, re how both responses evoke a different emotion, right? Because you could see one response, the one of, oh, I'm sorry, I can't hang out, I'm busy. That one comes from a place of feeling constrained and pressured. While the other response of like, hey, I would love to hang out, but I really want to finish this first because I'm really passionate about it and I don't want to add more to my schedule. You see, that response comes from a place of joy and excitement about what I do. And, you know, this was a small example in my own work, but there are stories that you may be telling yourself in your life that are holding you back from greater success and also just like holding you back from just simply enjoying the journey that you're currently on. And you might be telling yourself you're busy when in reality you're just preoccupied with a lot of important tasks at the moment. And you might be telling yourself you're anxious or you feel pressured when in reality you might just be thinking about too many amazing things, too many amazing opportunities in the future and you're not too focused on the present. So to start our exercise, I want you to make sure you have a pen and paper ready or you have your notes app open on your phone or the voice recording app or whatever because I want you to think about which area of your life you want to experience the biggest breakthrough in. This could be in your ministry, your work, your relationships, um, even your health or finances. Whatever it is, I want you to write it down right now. And then once you get done writing it down, I want you to ask yourself why this breakthrough that you desire hasn't happened yet. And don't write like just a little simple sentence or just like a two bullet point list. I, I want you to really go deep and write out all the reasons that you can think of for why you haven't had that breakthrough yet. Like write it all down. And then once you do that, 
I want you to look at that list and, and ask yourself, like, what is the story that you're telling yourself? Like, what is the story for why you haven't had that breakthrough yet? And seriously, you know, I recommend you take the time to really like pray about this and write out your thoughts. Because as someone who cares about your growth and your success, like I really want to emphasize the importance of acknowledging this. You know, you may be saying something like, well, Alec, you know, you're telling me to list these things out. I'm, I'm writing it out. And now you're asking me to identify my story. And it's not a story. You know, this is reality. And you know, you, I'm not, <laughs> I just want to say, you know, you might be right. Like, in fact, you might be 100% accurate. All of the facts might be exactly what they are and the events that have played out, how you write it out could be exactly how it happened. And if that's what you're thinking that like, hey, like, I'm not going to write it. Like, like, what story can I write out, dude? This isn't a story. I still want you to write it down anyway. Now, with that story, you know, with these reasons written out right in front of you, I want you to list out what that story has cost you. Like what costs have been associated with these things. So for example, I remember like back in college, I was going to all these classes, doing all this work, and I wasn't feeling really passionate about it. And I was telling myself, well, once I get done school, once I get done this, once I get paid more, once I get some more money saved. And it was all this thing of like, well, once I get this and then after that, I will enjoy this. And I was really putting off my happiness for the longest time. And you know what it cost me? It cost me from pursuing the career path that I felt like God was really calling me down. It cost me building the expertise and skills that took me a, a lot longer than it should have to be able to develop those things because I kept putting it off. And it also cost me a lot of happiness because I wasn't allowing myself to be happy because I kept telling myself, well, once I get this, then I'll allow myself that. And in fact, I actually forgot how to be happy for a little bit, which sounds kind of wild. So ask yourself, what has the story you've been telling yourself cost you? What have you been denied? You know, what losses have you suffered? What problems have developed because of this story? Now, when you're writing these things out, you know, it doesn't have to be written out in a paragraph or anything like that. It could just be a simple list. But I want you to just get it all out there. That way, you can really come face to face with the pain of these missed opportunities, of everything that it's cost you, you know? I want you to I want you to resent the story that you've been telling yourself. And I want you to know that it doesn't have to continue to be like that. So at this point, now we're gonna be envisioning right now because I want you to think about this story and what it will cost you in the future. So like if this story continues, how will it negatively impact the trajectory of your life? You know, how might this story get in the way of where you wanna go? And what did you miss out on again because of this? And to piggyback off the story that the example that I was giving, it was very clear how the rest of my life would have been. It would have been a life that wasn't mine. And it would have been a life that wasn't joyful, wasn't happy, wasn't fulfilling because I wasn't allowing myself those things to begin with. Like, I don't know, could have been a thing where I felt like maybe I didn't deserve it or could have been a thing where maybe I felt like I needed to like 
earn the right to be able to enjoy these things. Uh, but whatever it was at the time, I could see that if I continued down this path of not allowing myself to enjoy my life, it would only lead to me not enjoying my life. Like, you know, duh. <laughs> but anyway, I want you to write, I want you to pause, you know, and write down all the thoughts that you got. And then once you get all these thoughts written down, um, you know, we'll continue this podcast right here. So I'm sure now that as you look at the things you've written out, or even if as you've sat back and just kind of imagined all of this, you can see just how devastating a bad story can be in your life. And clearly, we all hope and desire for more uh, from our life and the lives of those around us, but we can't get there when we have a disempowering story. And if you want to know one of the best ways that you can craft a better story for your life, one of the best resources you can use is planting your purpose. Use that book as a guide. And, you know, this isn't a plug for my book because clearly, like, I already do that at the end of, the, of each podcast. But, you know, it's a serious, like what I'm doing right now, it's just a serious recommendation. Like, if you want to figure out a way how to craft a better story, I'm just saying that that book is a great resource. You know, pick up Planting Your Purpose uh, and use that as your guide to craft a more empowering story. And another method that you can do, which is definitely harder, in my opinion, this method that I'm about to recommend, but another thing that you can do is actually look up successful people who have similar stories as yourself. Because I know for a fact that there's someone in the world at some point in history who had gone through something similar that you're going through right now. And they may have even gone through worse situations. But despite all of that, they have a positive mindset and a thriving life. So by looking to them as inspiration for how they overcame their story, It'll inspire you with ideas for how you can overcome the story that you tell yourself. You know, there's people who are like, well, I don't have enough money and I can't really pursue my dream to do X, Y, and Z. Well, I know for a fact there's people out there who come from a foreign country with no money because they spent it all on a plane ticket to get here, who have started businesses and are doing quite well for themselves and for their family that they started in America, in a foreign country. Or it could be a thing for Black History Month, you know, there's people who are like, well, you know, I'm just born the wrong skin color. And it's such a sad thing to think, but there are people out there who believe they were born the wrong race, but born the wrong gender, uh, born in the wrong time. <laughs> you know, for all those people who are like, oh man, I love the 70s, I love 70s music, I'm born in the wrong time or whatever. Uh, anyway, there's people who are born in really bad situations, born in worse situations than you are right now. And I'm not saying it to make you think like, oh, well, my story's not important. No, your story is important, but there are people out there who are thriving despite their circumstances. And I want you to be inspired to know that like despite your circumstances, you can still thrive as well. And if you feel like that method, you know, may not be speaking to you, then I've got one more exercise that you can try to do. It's a little bit of like a thought experiment. So once you just take, you know, deep breath in and out and just relax for a moment. Now I want you to imagine that you're in heaven and you're seeing Jesus face to face. And he's just standing there, you know, looking at you lovingly and warmly. No words are being exchanged. You're just both looking at each other in silence. Then you break the silence by sharing the story of why you weren't able to do more with your life and 
why you weren't able to embrace your calling. And, you know, you really, you know, you, you lay it all out and you share everything there with Jesus. All the hate, all the doubt, the fear, and the reasons why you felt you couldn't excel. And after you get it all out there and you gave it all to Jesus, he just simply says, well, you understand that these weren't supposed to be things that prevented you from being successful. You were supposed to be successful despite these things. Now, I remember doing this exact thing, um, this, this exact exercise on a middle school mission trip. I was very out of shape as a kid, as some of you, as, as some of you might know. And I was in really poor physical health, you know, overweight, out of shape. Um, I'd be dripping in sweat if it was even slightly too hot outside. And I uh, also had this like severe learning disability, a little bit of dyslexia thrown in there. And, uh, you know, it made school really tough growing up. And I brought all these frustrations to God because like these were just things that felt totally outside of my control. And I was like, this isn't fair. And, you know, God revealed something to me that, you know, even though the situation that I was in wasn't caused by my actions, but my actions moving forward are 100% in my control. And it's crazy because no one who sees me now would ever imagine that I was out of shape growing up or had a learning disability and wasn't able to do things like reading and writing. But now, you know, I'm in better shape than a significant portion of guys who are my age. I went from hating reading in school to now reading about like 25 to 30 books a year just out of pure enjoyment. And I'm not saying this stuff to brag, but I'm just, I'm just saying like you can change your story. And when you change your story, it totally changes your life. And the hardship that you had in the past, whether it was in your control or it was out of your control, moving forward, your actions and how you respond to it, all of that stuff is in your control. And all of the difficulties that you faced, they have lessons within them that can equip you with skills that no one else has moving forward. And the guys I knew in school, for example, who were basically born in like really great physical shape and were like a lot smarter than me have all taken those things for granted. You know, they haven't picked up a book since graduating high school and the only type of lifting that they do is lifting their butt off the couch. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to like insult anyone. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough pill to swallow. But just because you didn't grow up with a certain thing doesn't mean that you can't have it moving forward. And you remember that story about Jesus being in the boat with his disciples when there was that storm? You know, just because Jesus is in your boat doesn't mean you won't face storms. But when you get through the storm, my God, will you have a great story to share because of it. And hey, if you feel like you've learned some wisdom from this episode, then I would love for you to subscribe to show your support. And if you know anyone who you think would benefit from learning this kind of information, then I invite you to please share this episode or any prior episode with them. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you in our next episode. Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? 
If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. You will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.